Next on BYU Sports Nation, Cougar basketball back home and none too soon. BYU trying to piece together the right formula to snap a four-game losing streak. Junior guard Skyler Halford joins us live in studio. Why he's playing with so much confidence and why BYU fans shouldn't give up on this team quite yet. Plus, the all-time steals leader in basketball history, Jackson Emery, on the show. What he believes has to change for the Cougars to have any shot at dancing. Let's go. And now, live on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio, it's BYU Sports Nation with your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. The first Friday of 2014, January 3rd, bring it on. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the Swiss Army Knife of BYU Broadcasting Talent, <laughs> Jerem Jordan. This is how we do it. Montel Jordan, no relation this to Jerem, but he's lifting our spirits. How do you know that? Are you related to Montel Jordan? No. You wish you were. (laughs) What a great Friday tradition. Wherever and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Show starters. And and, and listen to this. I meant what I said when I called Jaron the Swiss Army Knife of Broadcasters. Dude does it all. Produces all of our studio shows. Hosted the show yesterday so that I can have a little time off, play-by-play for men's volleyball, and then there's last night's situation, stepping in at the last minute as an analyst. What was that all about? That was fun. Uh, Although, so Kristen Kozlowski was sick, who normally does the women's basketball games, Uh, color commentary. So I was asked to do it. It was really fun, because you and I used to do play-by-play and color together. I was the color man to your play-by-play on a channel called iProvo back in 07. Uh, 06, 07. 06, 07. Bronson Kafusi, Michael Elisa, Kyle Collinsworth, Brandon Davies, Chris Collinsworth. Kyle Collinsworth was a freshman yeah. at Provo when, when High School. When we started doing that. Brandon Davies is a sophomore. So that was very fun. So I filled in because she was sick, right? So I ate something before the game that all of a sudden I got food poisoning in the second <laughs> half. With, with about seven minutes to go in the game, I said to the producer, Trent Bateman, I said, don't come on cam at the end of the game because I might throw up. I knew Crap. I was going to... Yeah, thanks, Bronco. So five minutes after the broadcast was off the air, yep, Ralphed it. Oh, it was it was a long night, but you know what? It's a Friday. We've got to do this, and this is how we do it. You perform your best when you're sick. It's like Michael Jordan's effort in the 1998 NBA Finals. (laughs) You're too kind, though. There's lots of people that do their job when they're sick, so it's not a big deal. I Provo reunited last night. That was fun. Uh, Jeremy and I called the women's basketball game. Uh, a really interesting game at that. Jennifer Hampson, by the way, BYU's star center, six foot seven, likely a broken nose. Uh, I talked to her dad after. He said, "Ah, it's a flesh wound, merely a flesh wound." And I'm like, it doesn't look like a flesh wound, but she had to leave the game. BYU loses to Pacific. I won't be invited back after that game. I'll tell you that. The parallels between that game and the BYU men's game. I mean, it was it was the same game. It was the same game. Listen to these numbers from the three point field goal. Uh, over a three-point line for BYU's men's team in the Pepperdine game and the women's team in the Pacific game. BYU goes one for 11 against Pepperdine, the men do, on Monday. Last night, the women go one for 13. <clears throat> Pepperdine shot 13 of 24 from the three-point line against BYU. Pacific's women's team goes 13 of 27. It reminded me of me in pickup. Turn on the sprinklers. Somebody's on Jared fire. Jordan is on fire. Uncle Drew is in the house getting buckets. We watched the same game. It was uncanny. I couldn't believe it. The, the numbers there. Some other entertaining Friday notes. Did you watch uh, any college football last night, Jeremy? I caught the end of uh, Oklahoma and Alabama, which is very entertaining. Okay, so BYU freshman hooster Eric Mika put it in perspective. Solid message on Twitter last night. He says, look, BYU beat Texas. Texas beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma beats this Alabama. This sound logic. Ipso facto, BYU is greater than or better than Alabama. Nice try. I saw several people tweet that. That's funny. The, the, the better one to me was Case McCoy, quarterback for Texas, tweeted, LOL. <laughs> That's it. LOL. <laughs> how, how does Oklahoma beat Alabama the way that they do? That team got hot at the end of the year. When you get Trevor Knight going off. Do you remember the other Trevor Knight? The one that went to Alta? And then Travis went to, Knight. That was Travis oh, Knight. Oh, Travis Knight. Yeah, yeah. Sports Pickle tweeted still, about it. That was funny. But still. 
Hey, join our conversation by tweeting at BYU Sports Nation, commenting on liking our Facebook page, and weighing in on today's poll question on BYUTVSports.com, which is as follows. What are your expectations for the BYU basketball team? Weigh in on, on Twitter, at BYU Sports Nation, and on Facebook. This is an interesting question. BYU has lost four straight basketball games. I can't tell you the last time BYU lost four straight. It certainly wasn't with Dave Rose. Jeremy, you've looked it up. When, the, when did the they lose four of, straight? The end of the 04-05 season, the last games that Steve Cleveland coached. They finished 9-21 and that year, so I, I guess that makes sense. But this is this is rare. This does not happen it at ha- BYU. A three-game losing streak has not happened, let alone four. So this is this is rare air. So our question revolves around, like, you know, have the have the expectations changed for you given the four game losing streak? But we're we're gonna address this today and with meaningful guest, Jackson Emery, the all time steals leader. Skyler Halford, who's been playing really well on this team. We'll talk to them about what changes are being made to snap out of this. The biggest one of which is playing a home game. Four straight on the road. A lot of people think Skyler Halford should start, by the way. We'll ask him if yeah. he's gonna start. He's uh, certainly earned his time with his BYU basketball team. You can listen to our show weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, and Dish Network Channel 980. Access our show on demand at BYURadio.org, or you can catch the rebroadcast daily at 7 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for a Friday edition of What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Carlino's way. Well, I'm a point guard. I mean, that, that's what I am. Simple enough. Now, we're going to play the raw interview for you, uh, for you from yesterday's practice. And I want you to listen for the emotion, the confusion, and the frustration in Matt Carlino's voice. He's trying to find where he fits in on this team. He believes he's the point guard. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him get back there. But listen to this interview, really telling stuff after practice yesterday. I don't know if I've ever been on any team my whole life, baseball, football, basketball, that's ever lost four games in a row. So it's uh, definitely something different, something very uncomfortable. And that's just what it is. What have the practices been like the last few days? Uh, they've been great, actually. Been really good practice. Uh, this is our third one from the game, mm-hmm. and they've been good. They, I mean, they've been really good. So, how would you assess your own confidence level? Uh, it's getting it's getting higher, but I mean, it, it's been uh, it was shaking there. You know, for a second. I mean, I'm not not playing well, mm-hmm. playing a position that I know I haven't in the past. So. I think uh, it's, I mean, it's getting there. Those, these practices have helped a lot. Um, but, you know, I think it's always tough when you lo- You keep losing and then you don't, like, you have to wait a while to play. We, you just want to keep playing because you want to get that win and get off the, off the L columns. What, uh, what's the most difficult thing learning this new position that you're playing? What's been the most toughest thing to adjust to? Uh, I think the thing has been for me, it's just, and I didn't know how different it is from the point, mm-hmm. like playing the two. And I think you can see it out there if you watch. Uh, it's just been difficult for me because I haven't been performing mm-hmm. the way I want to. But I think, uh, you know, it has a lot to do with I've prepared to play the point like all the time. And then you get thrown into a different role and it's kind of like, you gotta catch up on the fly, and you know we haven't been playing well, so it's it's just been tough. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, are, are you approaching it like this is long term? Like you're going to be a two guard? For... Well, I'm a point guard. Uh-huh. I mean, that that's what I am. Uh-huh. But but you're literally playing the two in games. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know what coach is thinking. Uh, you know, we've talked a little bit, and he, he knows I'm uncomfortable. So I think uh, there, I think he'll move me back to the one. Mm-hmm. So Matt Carlino from practice yesterday, raw emotion. And uh, again, there's a reason we wanted to play that for you, Ross. You could hear the questions, you could hear the pauses in his responses. 
The words he said the word uncomfortable more than once, and also shaken. I don't know what coach is thinking. That's some honest language, which is much appreciated for in a, in a in a world where athletes don't often speak clearly, right? Cliches, up, you know, in abundance. That's this is concerning. Matt Matt Carlino needs to be an integral part of this team. He needs to be one of the top three scores. And BYU has, in an attempt to corral his occasional wild play with uh, suspect shot selection and turnovers, they made Kyle Collinsworth the one. Now, this is an idea that came up months ago before the season. How do you handle two guys that can handle the ball well? Now, here's the thing. I think Matt Carlino is better at pushing the ball up the court. Make or miss, getting it up, getting it out and running. I think he's better than Kyle. Oh, that, I think that's easy to see. You, the visual evidence is there. I think that he is more comfortable with the ball. It's obvious uh, after that interview that that's the case. However, I think Kyle does a better job of not turning it over. And BYU wanted to get Carlino in a spot where he could make more shots and take better shots without having to do it off the dribble and occasionally turn it over. So this is interesting. Will BYU put Carlino at the one again? And if so, how soon? Well, we'll find out if he's going to play there tomorrow against San Diego. Or if he even starts. Exactly. Does Skylar Halford deserve to start over Matt Carlino? So many questions. These are tough questions in a four-game losing streak. Do Matt and Skylar play at the same time on the court? I mean, that that is also a question. Skylar's more of a two. I mean, he's he's a two. He's a pure shooter. He's coming off screens. He played some point uh, in a couple different games. At Oregon, he played the point a little bit. That might even be an option. But because Kyle Collinsworth's not a shooter, it just makes more sense, I think, in the coaches' minds that you put the ball in his hands to start. We've seen we've looked at some really interesting statistics, and there's a there's a trend and a graph sheet that we have looked at in terms of Matt Carlino's performance. Statsheet.com. This and, is a tremendous website. And it's the same it's the same thing, at least over the past two years, and, and it's trending the same way this year, where he starts hot kind of fades off, bottoms out, if you will, at the beginning of conference play, and then slowly builds back up towards the end of the season. It is happening again. So, if Matt's going to find himself, what better time than now to end a four-game losing streak and start moving forward, progressing towards the West Coast Conference Tournament and what BYU hopes will be an NCAA tournament bid? That's a huge question mark now after losing at LMU and Pepperdine, but Matt's trending kind of the same way. And as long as he's getting better and he's moving up, I think BYU coaches will be just fine with that. And what happened? BYU was playing good ball at the beginning of the year. Matt Carlino was a man against Stanford. He was fantastic. But the last four games during this streak, Matt Carlino, a talented player, uh, has not played well. 25% shooting, 24% from three, and right now his 37% field goals, lowest of his career at any point. He has the right mentality. And it's a beautiful thing. It's what makes all great players great. They have they have that tunnel vision. They they don't get affected by what people are saying necessarily, and they have short memories. And they just they have that. They want the ball in their hands in critical moments. So Matt Matt Carlino has that. He did say his confidence was shaken there, but he's not he's not focused in on what everybody's saying about him. And he probably should listen to his coaches a little bit more. But he's not. He's not focused about what the media is saying and on what they think of him. And that that is a good thing for him right now, especially with his struggles. Especially with his struggles. Now, you brought up the fact that he said, I'm not really sure what Dave Rose is thinking, but it's clear that he, he wants to be the point guard and that's what he wants to play. So let's revisit that soundbite. Just really, really interesting stuff. I don't know what Coach is thinking. Uh... You know, we've talked a little bit, and he, he knows I'm uncomfortable. So I think uh, there, I think he'll move me back to the one. Mm-hmm. He thinks that he'll move him back. So there, there are differing opinions on what needs to happen within the team. I certainly believe that Dave Rose has the right ingredients, and I'll get into this more in a little bit. He's got the right ingredients. Still looking for the recipe. Still looking for the recipe. Matt Carlino telling stuff and man no Dave Rose trying to find the secret recipe he has all the ingredients for a great team and he's still experimenting 
at this point in the season, which is certainly concerning. But the Cougars have an opportunity to get back on track tomorrow. Topic two. Hey, just what the doctor ordered. BYU back home after a brutal four-game road stretch. Here's BYU basketball coach Dave Rose on the challenges that will still be there after this little homestand. I hope that they understand the challenge and where you play. Uh, There are some abstract factors that can really help you, but what we need to concentrate on is that this is a real challenge, and we need to execute our game plan. We need to know it. We need to feel free and play, and uh, not so much worry about the you know, the comfort of home because we're going to have to go back out on the road again and play, and so we need to be able to be successful both places. Okay, so it's great to have BYU back in the Marriott Center. No question. They've never had a four-game losing streak under Dave Rose, never had a three-game losing streak under Dave Rose until this year, and they get San Diego at home. A chance to right the ship against a team that is also 0-2 in conference, which adds more ramifications to this game because San Diego is trying to find itself. And San Diego beat BYU in the last game they played in the WCC tournament in the uh, semis. The Toreros the nine and six, zero and two in conference. BYU eight and seven, zero and two in conference. Whoever loses this game, pretty much is is done with any hopes of winning a West Coast Conference title. And San Diego had high hopes to begin the season. They were they were one of the teams that thought that maybe they could sneak in there as the three as the the third team out of the West Coast Conference. Uh, they bring back some serious experience at the guard line. Johnny D is a tough guard, a tremendous shooter. So th- this is a huge game for BYU to really gain some traction again, get back on track. Can they do it with the way things have gone with Matt Carlino and starting lineup? And I don't know. That's it's it's an intriguing scenario for tomorrow night. But certainly they have to feel good about being home for now. I did not look at that four-game stretch on the road and think, you know what, that's going to be extremely tough. I thought the Utah game would be more of a game than we thought. I thought BYU would win that by double figures. We knew the Oregon game would be tough, and BYU played well. But having So I was at that game and part of the post-game interviews and all that. A piece of BYU's soul died in that game. Seriously. They had played so many games against tough competition and thought that they could get one. And in the game where they played the best to get one, better than Iowa State even, led 38 minutes of that, but make it 43 of the 45 minutes. A piece of BYU soul died in that game. And then you see the repercussions at LMU and Pepperdine. If BYU beats Oregon, I don't think that they would have lost LMU and Pepperdine. Something happened. So it ends up being a four-game losing streak on the road. But like BYU mentioned yesterday and Dave Rose mentioned, what the doctor ordered, a home game is the remedy. And I need some more cowbell because I got a fever for a win for BYU at home. <laughs> it's time to snap the streak against San Diego. You want cowbell, you need Sacramento Kings fans. There you go. Jimmer. Or Mississippi State football. So the Cougars. Jimmer. <laughs> <laughs> still trying to figure out what's going on, but at least they're home. What they won't have is some extra help from a football player. Topic three. No more LeBronson. Arias under heavy pressure. Picked off. There's that defensive touchdown. Bronson Kafusi with a pick six against Idaho State. Dave McCann on the call. BYU TV's live production of the Cougars and Idaho State Bengals game back in November. So Bronson Kafusi is officially out of the mix, will not play basketball this year, has decided to focus solely on football. Uh, so Dave Rose, you would have to imagine, uh, can't be happy about it, but certainly understands it, you know. And uh, now Bronson focuses on what he believes his career will be in the future, which is an NFL player. He's going to play in the NBA. I mean, let, let, let's be honest. Like Bron- Bronson's not an NBA player, but he does have a chance to play in the NFL if things develop correctly. Bronco Mendenhall was on BYU Sports Nation a couple weeks ago and told us that that decision was up to Bronson and his dad, Steve, the defensive line coach. So they've decided that he's not going to play basketball. Now, BYU basketball could have used him, no doubt. They all Five these, fouls, big body. Yes, he has five fouls, exactly. You know who Gonzaga's least favorite player of all time is? Bronson Bronson. Kafusi. Uh, and and so we'll we'll see you know what 
hopefully this yields uh, an even productive junior year for Bronson on the football field, which would be worth it. Now, now BYU's post-depth is thin this year, but next year they bring in more bodies. So not having Bronson, not a big deal in the long term, but he was a Band-Aid in the post had he been on this team. This is the final point I want to make. So with, with no Bronson... Obviously, there are holes to fill in the post. Fouls are going to be a huge concern for the rest of the season. It is, it is what it is. But where BYU is in their schedule right now, moving forward, they, they are in a good place to try and fix things and get better. San Be- Diego. Because of the way that the teams shape up on their schedule before it gets really tough with St. Mary's and Gonzaga. San Diego Saturday. Revenge games against Pepperdine and LMU next week. All at you home. better believe that's going to be interesting. All at home. Then San Francisco, Santa Clara, Portland. Then at Gonzaga. Big one. What are your expectations for the BYU basketball team given what has happened through the first 15 games? Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, we'll ask junior guard Skylar Halford, who's playing with a ton of confidence, what his expectations are. And he'll tell us why BYU fans shouldn't give up on this team. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation. Stay with us. We'll have more BYU Sports Nation right after this. This is BYU Sports Nation on the BYU Radio Sports Network. BYU Sports Nation continues live on BYU Radio. It is Friday. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Follow the show's growing Twitter following at BYU Sports Nation. You can also follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Saturday, we have a double dose of hoops on BYU TV and BYU Radio. First, the 12-2 and two women's basketball team plays St. Mary's at 4 Eastern. Followed by the men's team playing San Diego at 9 Eastern. Love the alliteration there. A double dose. Basketball bliss. Saturday showdowns. Alliteration is awesome. We (laughs) welcome in our first guest to BYU Sports Nation, Skylar Halford. He's playing out of his mind right now. Well, unless you ask him, he's just doing what he expects to do. Skylar, look, the last time you were on the show, BYU Sports Nation karma went in full effect. We have extended the hand of fellowship to you once again to help BYU break out of this four-game losing streak. Is it going to happen now? <laughs> hey, well, I appreciate it. I hope, I hope we have the same outcome as last time, definitely. That will be, and then we'll just have to keep doing this every week, I guess. I think it was a 16-point performance, a uh, season and career high for you against North Texas, if I uh, am not mistaken. But, Skyler, walk us through... Uh, right now, the the mentality of the team as you uh, prepare for San Diego to try and snap the four game losing streak. Uh, we really, we really just come together and we made a conscious effort to, you know, bring a lot more energy as a team as a whole, uh, especially on the defensive end, uh, making sure we can get defensive stops when we need them, get the important defensive rebounds when we need them, keep guys off the offensive glass. Uh, so I think overall, just a higher energy level as a team. Uh, we've we've been bringing that in practice this week, and I think that'll help us a lot. So much discussion on the three-point field goal percentage as a team, Skyler. Your free throw percentage, your defense. Where do you feel like is the one point of emphasis that this team is trying to fix that will allow you to get back on the winning track? Um, <clears throat> the one thing I think like I said, is just bringing that energy, especially on the defensive end. Because I think once, when you're focusing on the defensive end more and you're trying to put together stops, uh, for us as a team, I think the offense will just come. It will come to us naturally um, and as we, focus, as we focus on the defense a little more. And uh, Skyler Halford joining BYU Sports Nation. Skyler, you've been very efficient, uh, especially offensively. You're averaging 13 minutes a game, but you played 23 minutes against Pepperdine, 11 points. 52% from two, 41% from three, 77% from the stripe. Is this how you envisioned yourself playing in your first year as a Cougar? Um, you know, you just I, I had no idea, to be honest with you, exactly what was going to happen, but you go into every season the same, trying to improve uh, to help out your team and trying to do the best you possibly can. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy with, the way things have gone, you know, not you know, all of us wanted to be uh, fifteen and zero right now, and and that's really hard to do. And so, just trying to improve every day for me personally, and I, and I've enjoyed so far the season, um, and and it's been it's been fun, you know. It it never no one season is ever exactly how you envision it, and and you learn things from things that come that are different, and um, uh, just trying to get used to the system, you know. 
and, and it's but it's been fun. It's been really good, and we've learned a lot. Junior college All American now playing for BYU. Skylar Halford guard joining BYU Sports Nation. Skylar, a lot of people feel like you've done enough to earn your way into the starting five. So I'm just going to ask you straight up: Are you going to start? Um, you know, I don't know, and I'm not too concerned about that to be honest with you. Uh, just focusing on San Diego's personnel these past couple of days, and focusing on what each and every one of us can do to help this team. You know, and whatever time it is that my number's called. You know, hopefully I can get in there and help him help our team win. And then I'm sure that all of our, all my teammates uh, and each player individually is thinking the same way right now. We all are trying to do our very best uh, to help us get a win because that's what's most important right now. Skylar Halford joining BYU Sports Nation junior guard for the Cougars. Skylar, a lot of people want to know what's what's going on inside that locker room, and <laughs> and I'm going to ask you this. Knowing what you know and seeing what you see behind the scenes, why should BYU Sports Nation, the fans, the coaches, not give up on this year's team? Um, because I think uh, we really do have a special group, and unfortunately we've got off to the wrong foot in <clears throat> WCC play in the last few games. But I really think that we're going to come together, and I think that we're finding exactly what it is that's going to what it's going to take um, to win this league. And, you know, as we come together in the locker room, we're, we are all on the same page. And I think we all understand what it's going to take. And, you know, whether it's sacrificing something for a teammate or whatever it is, or, you know, we're willing to do it and we're ready to do it. And I've seen that a lot in practice this week um, with how hard each and every guy is working. Um, everybody's just putting forth a big-time effort, including coaches and you know, just everybody's all in it together. So I, I believe and truly I know we're going to be able to turn this thing around. Skyler, we've joked in the in the uh, preseason and non-conference about some of the music selection for this team, especially maybe from Chase Fisher of uh, Kesha and who else, Spencer? Oh, Miley Cyrus. Miley Can't Cyrus. forget about that. Is that continuing to be played in the locker room <laughs> during this losing streak, or has it become more serious tones? Um, Man, that's that's an interesting question. I think about it, and I think about it. It it comes on every now and then, but um, <laughs> maybe not as much. I don't know. You know, I can't really remember. Every now and then you'll hear maybe a Miley Cyrus or a Kesha song come on. Uh, but we, I think we've added a little more variety to the music at, since the first of the year. Has the music changed the play on the court? Is that That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> You know, I actually, I don't think so. I don't think music music has anything to do with it, but um, but who knows? Maybe we need to find our lucky song or something. I'm just going to suggest, you know, maybe some Lady Gaga. Uh, what? Something, something. Let's, Come let, on, man. Let's mix it up. BYU trying to get back on track against San Diego on Saturday. You talked a little bit about the Torero Skyler. They have a great guard line. What specifics are you focusing on with San Diego coming into town? Yeah, they do. They have a great guard line. They have um, they have great players all around, and we're just, you know, obviously we've got to um, stop their guard, Johnny D. He's playing great right now, starting off the WCC. He's a great player, great shooter, and Chris Anderson does a great job um, at the point guard position running that team, and, and we have a lot of respect for these guys, and we, we know what they're capable of, and so we're really honed in defensively to make sure we, we – put up as much resistance as possible against them to to make it a little more difficult make them get a you know that shot make that shot that they take a little bit more difficult make them feel a little bit more uncomfortable so we're going to do the best we possibly can to to make that effect in the game <clears throat> junior guard Skyler Halford of the BYU basketball team is on BYU Sports Nation after four straight road games which was a long stretch you haven't played a home game in 24 days what difference will that make on Saturday playing at home versus on the road? Um, it's it's huge, I think. Coming home, uh, the Marriott Center, it's a great place, and we all feel a lot. I think we feel comfortable there, you know? I mean, we practice there every day, and uh, and then when you get a bunch of fans, crazy fans that go in there and start screaming and yelling for you, it gets the adrenaline pumping, and uh, and I think it's just going to be good for us going in there and, and it'll help us feel confident about our game plan and how we're going to play. 
Skyler Halford on BYU Sports Nation. Skyler, I, I feel like this team is in a good place in terms of the schedule. If you want to work out some kinks and get back on track, you have three straight home games. You have two revenge games, if you will, against Pepperdine and Loyola Marymount that you'll play in front of raucous crowds. People will certainly remember the struggles on the road. And then you go back out on the road at San Francisco, at Santa Clara, at Portland, before the game at Gonzaga. Do you feel like this is... A, a swing that you want to be in and, and that this is a good place for BYU basketball to be as you try and get better moving forward? Um, yeah, I mean, regardless of what games are coming up, uh, home, away, we all know, you know, first of all, you got to win on the road in this league to be able to win the league, and and you definitely got to close out at home. I think we're in a great position right now to – I mean, it's early. We're only in the first two games of this conference, and anything could happen. So we just got to take it one game at a time. And whatever team is up next, you know, we've got to focus in and really, you know, try and focus in on the on the scout and on the game plan. And and if we do that and work hard each week, I think we'll have you know a good chance. But again, you just have to take it one game at a time. Have and your go- have your goals changed at all? No, um, not at all. I think. For us uh, as a team, our goal is still, you know, we want we're going to win this conference, and so, and, and we've got we're kind of realizing like there's a lot of new guys on this team, and we're we're kind of getting the feel of what this league's really like, um, and and you know sometimes you have to take a couple hits to be able to realize what it's really going to take, and I think we're we're understanding more and more what it's going to take, and and it's good to, you know. There's just things you can learn from these losses, and I think we're learning them, and we're going to get a lot better as as uh, WCC play continues. I guess the good news, Skyler, is that guys like Joe Lenardi, who do bracketology, despite an eight and seven record and a four game losing streak, has BYU as just the fifth team out of the NCAA tournament. So there was credibility nationally for what how you guys were playing, even in losses. But in the last couple of games, what changed from the effective performances, even in losses? to this four-game losing streak? Um, you know, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what what it was, one thing or another, because, you know, there's so many um, things that happen through the course of a game that you wish you could have fixed. But overall, um, I think just our energy level and our, our competitive nature, um, we just need to – it's more of just that energy level. We need to be up and excited and, and working really hard and, and being all over the floor – diving on loose balls. I think when our energy level's high and when we're all playing really hard, that's when um that's when we'll play a lot better. And I think there were just there were stages during the losing streak where we didn't quite have that and we kinda lost our momentum and we're we're a little lost. But I feel like if you know, if we focus on that energy and get keeping that energy up that we'll we'll be fine. We'll be right where we need to be. And you've done a great job of bringing that off the bench uh, when you play, to your credit. It seems like there's several different guys that could be the leader or a group of leaders on this team. But, Skyler, who is the leader on this team? Um, you know, Coach, he's designated our captains as Matt, Kyle, and Tyler, and they've done a great job. They're, you know, in the locker room, they're saying things that need to be said, and um, and, and guys are pulling together with it, you know. And we, we're all behind them and, and the coaching staff, and, so I feel like, um, you know, those three guys—they've done a great job. They've been here before. Um, they know what it's gonna what it's gonna take. And so we we're just gonna um, come together and and do our best to just you know do what what's needed to win this conference. And so um, yeah. BYU in San Diego on Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain. You can watch it live on BYU TV. Dave McCann and David Nixon will be on the call. Skyler, we put you through the ringer today, my friend. And you stood up. You answered the questions well. We appreciate the clarity and uh, your responses. And now we award you BYU Sports Nation karma. So go, my son, and succeed. (laughs) Please come back and join us again, won't you? Yes. Of course. <laughs> All right, Skyler Halford, junior guard, BYU basketball. We'll talk to you soon, man. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, what are your expectations for the Cougar basketball team? What do you think? After four straight losses, can they still make the tournament? We'll ask that question to Jackson Emery, the all-time steals leader in BYU basketball history. You're listening to a Friday edition of BYU Sports Nation. We'll be back with more BYU Sports Nation right after this. 
This is Nate Austin, and you are tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Welcome back to Friday on BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out live in Studio 2 at the BYU Broadcast Facility. Holler! Saturday. It's all about the double dose of hoops, Jerem. Yeah, it is. Live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Women's hoops, 4 Eastern against St. Mary's. Men's basketball against San Diego at 9 Eastern. Big game for both teams. But really big game for both teams. Because BYU women coming off a loss, just their second of the year, first in conference against Pacific last night that apparently I had something to do with. And then San Diego snapping the four-game losing streak and getting the first WCC win. I said I'd be shocked if BYU lost to Pepperdine on Monday. I will be absolutely floored if BYU does not beat San Diego. Is, at that, home, is that the bottom out? Like, can you get any lower than absolutely floored? Um, well, in terms of opponent, BYU, <laughs> it, could, it could get worse. Oh, man. Like, if BYU lost to Portland, it'd be like, okay, that's, that's pretty tough. San Diego's a talented team, but this is a team BYU should beat. At home. They're home for three straight. San Diego's better than they were last year, and they beat BYU in Vegas. So, a lot going on right now. I mean, there's, a, there's some adversity that BYU's got to overcome in, in men's hoops. And you like some challenges, right? You like triumphs more than challenges. But you need the challenge to triumph. So let's see what BYU does with this. And we had a really revealing interview a moment ago, if you missed it, with Skylar Halford. Some revealing comments about where BYU is in that locker room. Yeah, and I said at the end of the interview, we, we put him through the ringer. I mean, we, we asked him some, some tough, straight, some some tough questions, straightforward questions, and he was great. And we pinpointed some things. I said, okay, well, what's the one thing? Because there's been so much criticism about the three-point shooting and about free-throw percentages. Defense. Defense. So I said, Skyler, what, what's the one thing that this team is trying to fix that will be the difference maker? And he says, it's energy and on the defensive side. And he brought up a good point, which I totally agree with. If you play good defense and you create momentum that way, shots will fall because you'll get fast-break opportunities. You'll get steals. You'll create turnovers. Or if you don't... Then you're, you still, limit, you're still in the game. Yeah, you can you're still stay in the, in the game. game. Then he said, our goals remain the same. We're going to win this conference. He said those words. We are going to win this conference. The goals remain the same. They want to win the West Coast Conference. They want to make the NCAA tournament. And they want to win a game in the NCAA tournament. Those goals were established from the very beginning. We talked about them on media day when I did my interviews with all the players. They all had the same goals as a team. Win the conference, make the tournament. Skylar Halford feels like those goals remain intact. They are, Despite the 0-2 start, they can still win the conference. We welcome into the show for the first time, making his debut on BYU Sports Nation, BYU all-time stills leader Jackson Emery. Jackson, we just talked to Skylar Halford. Asked him about the team goals. He feels like they can still win the conference. Do you feel like where this team is right now, they still have a shot at winning the West Coast Conference? I, I mean, from a win-loss, and oh, I guess first of all, thanks for having me. But uh, second, um, from a win-loss perspective, they're definitely still in there. Um, I think with uh, St. Mary's, how they played yesterday, I mean, a little concerning. I think Gonzaga definitely, once again, is the forerunner. Um, so I think with the talent we have, we can definitely do it. It's just a matter of uh, getting over this little slump or whatever you're, they're calling it, and uh, just start, start getting back on the winning ways. Jackson, uh, Jerem Jordan here. How's it going? Pretty good. I do, Jerem. Good. One thing that I've yeah. noticed um, the last couple of seasons is after you graduated, Charles Abuo took over that kind of lockdown defender role. The BYU has had that piece missing. They have not had the one guy that can guard on bowl, and BYU's gone to the zone a little more. How much do you think that's played into the way BYU's fared the last two years? I think it's played a large amount. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I don't know if you guys remember, Coach Rose specifically addressed how he wants to get back to playing more man-to-man defense and wants to get away from playing as much zone as possible just because they've been so dependent on it. But I think it's tough because, uh, I mean, this year they're very thin at the four and five spot. I mean, they have a couple guys, uh, some you know freshman guys. And, I mean, you try to minimize... Uh, the amount of fouls, especially with Nate and Mika, but those guys play so hard. Sometimes they're not as smart. You know, Eric's a freshman, and when you get those guys in foul trouble, you're really putting yourself in a in a difficult situation. So another way to kind of compensate for that is to play more zone. And 
unfortunately, their zone defense or rotations aren't the best that they have been in uh, in years past. But um, you know, hopefully, you know, they, I think Kyle Collinsworth. He's I think he's a terrific on ball and one on one defender. Hopefully, he can kind of step in that role. But I think they're they're also looking at different areas of why they're playing zone. Jackson Emery, former BYU basketball player, all-time steals leader, joining BYU Sports Nation. Jackson, I know you have relationships uh, with some of the guys. Uh, you're friends with them. You've played with some of them. What What are they telling you? What What's happening? What's the feeling in the locker room right now during this four-game losing streak? Um, you know, I think there's a lot of frustration um, just because, you know, they're all competitors. They've all been very successful, whether it be – um, previously on different BYU teams or in high school or junior colleges. So I think there's a lot of frustration because of how successful they've been. And then also there's a lot of frustration because, I mean, they're not, they're not playing well. And, but I think, I mean, you have a good enough bunch of guys that like one another. They're, they're great friends off the floor, which really helps during this time because if you had a bunch of guys that didn't like each other, it makes it just twice as hard to get back on the same page. So hopefully these guys figure it out. Um, you know, there was a possibility at the beginning of the year that you would see something like this just because you have so many moving pieces. You have new transfers. You have guys coming off their mission. You have guys coming in from high school. And you have so many new pieces that you'd wonder how they'd mesh. And at the beginning of the year, they, they gave us no indication that they are going to have any problem. But all of a sudden, they, they go through a struggle and – as a you know, a new team, they're they're just trying to figure out how to get over that slump. Jackson Emery joins BYU Sports Nation. Uh, what to you uh, as we look at the point guard situation? Kyle Collinsworth has started the last three games as BYU in an attempt to mix things up and try and get Matt involved in a better way and get the ball in Kyle's hands. Have made him the point guard. What's BYU's best combination on the guard line in your opinion? Who should play the point? That's a really, really good question. Um, you know, if you you ask me long term, I would say definitely Maddie, just because I think Matt has a, a lot of opportunity to score. He's a he's a he's a threat. He's a weapon. But as I look at the current situation, how bad he's played the past six, seven games, um, I would say Kyle. I mean, because most you know the, the most important thing that you ask for from a point guard is someone that will. Uh, control the floor, that will control the tempo of the game, that will control the offense, that will get you in and out of what you want to do. And unfortunately, when you know Matt's in a slump, he, he keeps shooting, he keeps forcing things, and it, it has a, a direct effect on your offense. So I think the great thing about Kyle that he does is Kyle runs an offense. He allows a little more continuity as far as what they want to accomplish and what the coaches want to accomplish. And I think they're just trying to get Matt's confidence back up. And once he has that confidence back up, I don't, I don't foresee them, you know, uh, keeping him at the two. I think they'd move him right back to the point guard position. But for right now, I think they're trying to get some continuity and get some guys' confidence back. Jackson Emery, former BYU Cougar, the all-time steals leader, joins BYU Sports Nation. If you suited up right now, how many minutes do you give us and uh, how many steals per game do you get? <laughs> so, do, I, do I have a, a couple months to maybe get a little more today? Or? Dave Rose calls you today and he says, I need you tomorrow. We found a, we found loophole, a loophole you can play in the, in the system. You can play the rest of the year. How many minutes could you play tomorrow against San Diego? <laughs> I'm going to go with a five-minute uh, five uh, workload and then a five-minute break. So I think I'm going to start off with maybe 20 minutes a game and then maybe work my way up from there. And a super green light to yourself? Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and as long as uh, Tyler can put up 30 points, I might even just play defense and rest on offense. There we go. <laughs> Jackson Henry still has it. He's joining BYU Sports Nation right now. Jackson, uh, your buddy Jimmer goes off for 15 points last night, uh, has a, a streak of 10 straight at one point. How how often do you talk to Jimmer, and how, how involved are you in his NBA career, at least from uh, just watching what he does? No, it's definitely, definitely uh, very involved. Uh, I was actually, right before this, I was texting Jimmer for the past 30 minutes or so. I mean, non-basketball related, we were just talking about other things, his dog, his wife. So um, definitely still involved with Jimmer, a good buddy of mine. So I like to 
stay in close contact, but at times as well. I mean, after it's a good day, my, I always shoot him a text and let him know that I was watching and tell him good game. And um, it, it's great. I mean, it was great to see Grievous Vasquez traded, um, put Jimmer right in the immediate backup spot, and most importantly, guaranteed him some minutes. Um, sometimes it's five minutes a game. Sometimes it's 13, 14 minutes a game like it was last night. But for the most part, he's getting to see more minutes and, Hopefully, uh, Coach Malone over there in Sacramento is seeing when you give Jimmer the green light, he, he shows that he can do some special things. And, you know, I don't think Jimmer's saying, hey, I, I want to be the go-to guy. I think he's just saying, hey, give me a chance and let me run with it. Hashtag free Jimmer, right? <laughs> exactly. Hashtag <laughs> free Jimmer. And then you look at Brandon Davies. Uh, I think he's surprising people that he made the league. I knew he was talented, but the fact that he's had at least some run in the league is – is a cool thing. Yeah, no, I think, you know, and I, I said this when I was playing at BYU, I mean, I, I truly believe Brandon's probably the most talented, skilled big man that's come through BYU. I mean, you've had guys like Sean Bradley, you know, Arujo, some of those guys, McKelly Wesley, but, uh, you know, they weren't the, the most athletic bunch of guys. Uh, I mean, Sean Bradley obviously was a giant, and Hoffa was just a the, the Hulk. So, I mean... You know, you had those guys that had the NBA caliber bodies and sizes, but I think Brandon has the skill level that no big guy at BYU has seen. Um, but you know, I think what Brandon figured out is just how to how to fit in and how to contribute. And every NBA coach wants you to contribute in some way or another. And Brandon knows he's not going to score 30 or night, and he knows he's probably not going to give you 50 rebounds a night like Dwight Howard, but. He knows that I can. He can come in four or five minutes a game, even ten, twelve, depending on what they're asking, and play good defense, give the starters a rest, and really uh, give the team a you know a boost when he's in there and not lose any ground. So I think Brandon's done a terrific job in just figuring out how to stay alive on an NBA team. Jackson Emery, former BYU basketball standout, all-time steals leader, joining BYU Sports Nation, and I'll ask you this in closing, Jackson. BYU basketball wants to make the NCAA tournament this year. What has to happen for them to get into the big dance? I think there's one of two things that they can do. Um, I think first and foremost, I mean, kind of Andy Katz indicated this yesterday and his just analysis is that they got to win the tournament. They got to go in and they got to put a couple of games together down in Vegas and they got to win their tournament. But I also do think there is a chance. I mean, it's still early. Um, these losses that they've had the past two games have been bad, but I still think if they put, you know, a 10, 12 winning streak together, game winning streak, where it, the committee can look at BYU and say, look, they have players. They can compete with the best. They've done well in years past in the NCAA tournament, and this is the hottest team in the NCAA right now. They might take a chance on them, so but they got they got to put it together. I think a, a very large winning streak together. They can't win four in a row and then lose and win another four. I think they got to win quite a bit in a row and show that this this past four game losing streak was kind of a fluke. They lost some games and didn't play as well as they should have been. And to tell you the truth, they should have beat Oregon. But uh, if they can't do that, I think it comes down to they got to win the tournament and uh, get an automatic bid. Jackson Emery, we appreciate the time on BYU Sports Nation. Great analysis, and uh, we would welcome you back on the show anytime. Anytime, guys. I, I appreciate it, and enjoy listening to you guys and following your tweets, and hopefully the, the Cougs get a win tomorrow when we get back on track. You got it. Jackson Emery, thanks, man. Okay, thanks, guys. What are your expectations for the BYU basketball team, BYU Sports Nation? We'll address that next. Plus the Cougar Whip Around and today's Rise and Shout. This is BYU Sports Nation. Stay with us. We'll have more BYU Sports Nation right after this. Rise and Shout, Cougar fans. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Taysom Hill, newly engaged to David Nixon's sister. That's right. We learned yesterday a little bit about Taysom from that. <laughs> and by the way, I had uh, I had one girl thank me yesterday for asking how he proposed. I knew that was going to happen. Because as a guy, you're like, whatever, who cares? Someone thanked you? But the girls were like, oh, thank you for... That's not how she sounds. I apologize to that person. <laughs> but thanks for asking. I was like, yeah, I knew, oh. the, I knew the ladies would want to know it. 
You're gonna make me cough because I'm laughing, dude. Uh, let's time. It's time to whip it. So let's do it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Cougars in the association. Brandon Davies, 76ers beat Jimmer Fredette's Kings Jimmer freaking last- Fredette. Yep. Last night by nine. Jimmer scored 15 points in 17 minutes while Davies was scoreless, but he had a block shot in eight minutes of play. Men's volleyball. Probably turn my mic Turn your mic on. The third-ranked men's volleyball team led by preseason first-team All-American Taylor Sander are in the land of Lincoln tonight. Game day! To open Woo! the 2014 season against Loyola tomorrow night in Chicago and Lewis Saturday in Romeoville, Illinois. Our first broadcast of the season next Friday against Northridge. Loyola beat number one UC Irvine last night, so they're good. Men's basketball. After dropping the first two WCC games to LMU and Pepperdine, the Cougars look to snap the four-game losing streak tomorrow against San Diego, live on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 9 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Cougars in the NFL. After getting cut Friday by the New England Patriots, Austin Colley was re-signed yeah! by the Patriots for the playoffs. So he has been cut twice and re-signed twice. We're signed three times now by the Patriots, yeah. right? This is the third time he's been signed. Good to have Women's back. basketball. The women's basketball team suffered the second loss of the season last night, losing by 13 to Pacific. I blame it on you. Yep. Jennifer Hampton <laughs> netted 22 points in the loss. The ladies host St. Mary's tomorrow at 4 Eastern on BYU TV. Which reminds me, the countdown continues for Connecticut. Countdown to Connecticut. Nice. 237. (laughs) That's so fantastic. (laughs) 237 days before the Cougars and Huskies line it up on the gridiron. Live countdown to kickoff at, we don't know the time. Our rise and shout today. Hey, I'm, I'm, I want to give it to Jackson Emery. I yes. thought he was fantastic. He was fantastic. Very honest um, and revealing. And, uh, you know, Skylar Halford was really good, too. Uh, two interviews that, you know what, sometimes it's tough. to When you have issues, it's tough to talk about what's going on there. If you're part of that, the program like Skyfer, Skyler or Skyford, and then if you're Jackson Emery, you're very close to the program and recently removed. So good, good stuff. He Good didn't. Stuff. He, they didn't dodge. They didn't dodge. No, no, no. Skyler did yep. not dodge anything. It yeah. Was, Let's just talk about it. What's going on? What are you going to do to be better? Really good. Yeah. Our Twitter question today has been: What are your expectations for the BYU basketball team? And you know, let me read this response off the top. Well, let me. Can I offer my opinion first of all? Um, what what yeah, my sure. expectations are for the BYU basketball team? Yeah. I feel like this team still has every opportunity to be the second team invited to the NCAA tournament out of the West Coast Conference. I think Gonzaga is going to get in. It's going to it's going to take quite an effort. They're, they're going to the get thing. in. The 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 margin of uh or the, the difficulty has increased quite a bit because the at large window is smaller. BYU doesn't have a great win and they're going to have to roll through conference the rest of the way. At Dbrand24 says probably on par with what happened last year which is a final four appearance in the NIT. That, that could happen. I think BYU is going to be on the cusp there. They're, They're on got, the bubble right now. Yeah, it's going to be tough to get in that large, but it's still there. It's still there. Thanks to our guests today. Good stuff from Jackson Emery and Skyler Halford. And, of course, everyone on our crew. Producer Ben Bagley. Senior coordinating producer Michael Miner. Station manager Don Chaline. Production assistant Matt Hume. Spencer King. And engineer Aaron Evans. Check out our BYU Sports Nation Facebook page. Show links and oh, so much more. You can listen to episodes of the show on demand at byuradio.org. For Jerem Jordan, I'm Spencer Linton, and you have just listened to a Friday edition of BYU Sports Nation. Sports Jim Matter. Jim freaking for debt.